0: Hello and welcome to Team Franco Bodybuilding Podcast. I apologize, it's been a hot minute where it's been maybe a couple of weeks since I dropped one. It's not because I have lack of thoughts to talk about. Just life stuff, being busy, um, timing, and a lot has been going on, but good stuff. As you know, I promoted a show just a few weeks ago. Although I did do a podcast about post competition blues right after that. And this past weekend, I did attend the uh, 2023 Yorton Cup, which, if you don't know, is the biggest OCB pro show. And it was phenomenal. Um, I had a few clients, they all did fantastic. Maybe for another podcast, I can talk about reviews of shows. But here I do have a topic I want to get into. Um, Yeah, attending shows are always fun when you're on the other side where you're just watching and you don't have to run around, but um, that could be for another day. It was a fantastic event. It's just been busy, all good stuff. If you are interested in coaching, you know, let's do the housekeeping notes now before I forget. Uh, TeamFrancoBodyBullying.com is my old school website. I'm on the socials under that handle. Or you can just email me at fitfranco at verizon.net. And on to the topic of steps to get shredded. Now, I'm just going to preface by saying that there are many ways to skin the cat. Many ways to achieve a goal. And I'm not saying this is the only way, but this could be an option if it fits your lifestyle. Where many people, it won't fit their lifestyle. I'm going to tell you that right now only because some people may not have the capability of moving their body throughout the day and that's going to make sense to you in a few minutes where you have to do structured cardio or you have to focus on the diet that much more or whatever the case may be. But if you have the ability to move your body around and you are sitting down just because you like to during the day, well then this option may be helpful for you to burn extra body fat, burn calories, and get you shredded. So a little history. When I first started competing in my early 20s, even into my late 20s, I did zero cardio. Now, was it because I was moving around more? Maybe. My metabolism was much faster? Yes. Um, That's science, you know, metabolism is usually stronger when you're younger, but I didn't do any cardio, it was just all diet. Now maybe I wasn't as shredded as I was in my mid-30s and my peak years of late 30s, early 40s, true, but I didn't have to do any cardio. And then long came, hit cardio about 15 years ago, and that was all the rage. I prescribed that to clients, um, where you know you gotta do hit, you gotta do hit. Well, I backpedaled on that and I'm not a biggest fan on hit cardio anymore because most people don't do it right. It's too hard on the body, and I'm gonna preface that too hard on the body, especially when you're in a caloric deficit to be effective and it can ruin your day. Previous years of recently competing and what I suggest to clients is what I call neat steady state cardio. I'm that's sort of like a made up turn, but basically hopping on a machine of your choice and just going nice and light where you're not going to knock yourself out. And that's kind of leading into where I've come to nowadays, where you just head on the machine, 20, 30 minutes, whatever, split it up. If you have to go deep in cardio, maybe two 20 minute sessions a day, that's not everyone, but You would just do it nice and light. You're just moving your body. And the reason why I like that, because it's not going to knock yourself out. It's not going to slow your training down. You're not going to feel like shit throughout the day compared to maybe doing HIIT cardio. But it's still super effective. And more importantly, in the long run, it's not going to bother you about doing it. You're not going to want to skip it. Well, caught up to present day or close to present day. As many of you know that, you know, counting steps has become a thing over the last few years. And I always thought it was kind of silly. I'm like, who cares about counting steps? So, last fall, I get one of these cheap step counters um, from Amazon. I'm probably on my third one by now. But I bought one. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm curious, you know, how many steps am I really taking, you know, during the day? So I wore it for a few days, you know. I would still pedal after I work out, you know, for about 10, 15 minutes, not focusing on fat loss or anything, move around, do what needs to be done in the house. You know, I, I'm sitting down a lot and I averaged about 5,500, 6,000 steps per day. I was like, damn, I said, in some of these fitness experts are saying between eight to 10,000 a day. I was like, well, how the hell am I going to do that? You know, I have to walk, walk circles in my kitchen or, downstairs or whatever the case may be but it was interesting because maybe I wasn't as active and maybe I'm missing out so I then you know forgot about the step counter through the holidays I just didn't care you know whatever and then the new year comes and all that stuff closing in on spring thinking about competing fat loss phase life prep all that um and if you're following that, you know, or if you're not following it, I'm giving some breakdown on my Joe Franco Instagram account. I'm not going to get into it here. So I was like, yeah, all right, I want to start focusing on fat loss and I want to see how many steps I can do. So I was doing light cardio, you know, after I weight train, just sitting on a recumbent bike, watching YouTube videos, and I would do 10, 15 minutes And then I was trying to actively move the body a little bit more where I was getting up to 8,000 steps, you know. So that included my structured cardio and things started happening where the diet wasn't really changed all that much. Yeah, I cleaned it up. I was like, wait a minute, I think think I'm on to something here. So fast forward to now and what I've been prescribing is... If you don't mind having more data, I don't think it's a bad idea to keep track of your steps. And that's the whole point of this podcast. Because, yes, I am prepping. And every few weeks, I would add 500 steps to the goal. Where I am a lot of steps now. Where this is something that I normally wouldn't keep. But the idea behind counting your steps is yes, you're burning a few calories, you are moving your body, but you're not knocking yourself out. And I think that's the one thing that I've learned and what I've, you know, anecdotally and what I've experienced myself is that when I added 500 steps a week or and I would ride that out for a couple of weeks and if my body weight or my physique isn't changing, I would add another 500. It's not like I went from... 6,000 to 12,000 in a matter of two weeks, it was, you know, bump it up to eight grand for a baseline. And then I went up to nine, went up to 10. And then from that point, i just been adding 500. And my body's responding where it's allowing me to eat more food or basically not drop the calories. And I'm not knocking myself out. So that's See, now I'm going to backpedal because what happens is that when people do the structured cardio at moderate intensity, high intensity, they may do it for 20, 30 minutes. They may burn more calories during that time compared to someone else doing light walking for 30 minutes in their house or whatnot. But they're then more sedentary, sedentary during the day. So you got to look at the whole 24-hour cycle of a day or the number of hours you're awake and the calories that you're burning instead of like killing it for that 30 minutes or sprinting or running. But then the rest of the day, you may be sitting on the couch just watching, you know, any Food Network type TV because you're starving. So this is really what I've come to grips where... If you have the capability of moving your body throughout the day, now it doesn't have to be a high number. It's all relative to where you start. It's, it can replace your normal cardio. Um, you know, if a you, you know, few clients I've been prescribing this to because they don't mind the data. And I had a pro client that just, you know, did his two pro shows this year. He was a little stuck on the diet. He was doing his 20 minutes of cardio. Could have been every day. I don't remember. But I asked him, I said, well, how many steps are you taking? And his number was pretty low. You know, I think it was below 6,000 because, you know, he had a sedentary type job, didn't move around. And I said, you know what? Let's bump it up 500 steps. Let's bump it up another 500 and so on and so forth. But it didn't get to be extreme. And for a good month, boom, he started losing more body fat while eating the same amount of food. But most importantly, and the real take-home point, he wasn't knocking himself out. He wasn't losing his energy levels like you usually do in a caloric deficit. I mean, that's, again, everyone's going to be a little bit different, but this is something that you can try. It's just another tool if you have the capability where when you count your steps, you're counting your structured cardio. If you need to do it, go for it. Um, Again, I was probably doing structured cardio up until two months ago, and the last six weeks, I'm done. You know, I I weight train and then I just go about my day, but I'm always wearing my little step counter where I have not sat down on every common bike in probably six to seven weeks and has not affected the fat loss phase that I'm going through. Yes, I'm tired, I'm hungry because I'm prepping and all that stuff, but I'm learning that there are many ways to skin the cat. And if this can apply to you, it can be a valuable tool where instead of just thinking, oh, I got to like, hang out for at the gym for another 30 minutes, you know, just to ride, you know, the, da, 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 and I want to get home because I got to do this. Well, maybe instead of doing that, you get up a little bit earlier, you can walk around the block a few times, you can walk around your house, do whatever, move the body a little bit more and see if you can increase your steps, 500, you know, more steps in that day, stick with that. I know I'm coming at different angles here, but really the biggest take-home point is that you just don't have to do what everyone else is doing. You know, it's okay to explore new avenues. Um, you know, a couple of my clients know what I'm doing and everything, and they're like, "Wow, this is great!" You know, you're telling me I don't have to do cardio. Could be if it fits your lifestyle. Um, I'm not telling all my clients to do this because sometimes yes. You may not have that block of time to really move your body. So, you know, walking on a treadmill, riding a bike, elliptical stairmaster, or whatever, you may have to carve it out. But you could still use that structured cardio and count your steps and then make those small increments. So your neat, you know, cardio is increased. Because during a day, you know, you have the resting metabolic rate, RMR. That just simply means the number of calories you burn per day, right? That's just natural burning metabolism. And then it's the basal metabolic rate. It's simply meaning that number plus the activity. So all we're doing is raising that second number, the basal metabolic rate up, you know, through your neat activity, just moving your body. That's all we're doing. It's not fancy science. I'm not claiming to say I know everything or anything like that. It's just taking advantage of constant motion, which can then burn a few extra calories. Therefore, you don't have to reduce your calories. And most importantly, you're not knocking yourself out. I think that is the biggest take-home point of this, where you have the mentality of when you do cardio, you have to go all out, and then you're wasted for the rest of the day. So your basal metabolic rate isn't really that much higher, because you banked it for 30 minutes and then you're like oh fuck it I don't want to get out of bed or I'm going to watch tv for the next four hours until I go to bed so on the flip side and kind of like what I used to do years ago when I would just ride real light you know the neat type cardio I did well here I'm not even doing that on a bike I'll just move my body more you know be focused on movement you know I'll bang out a few emails on the computer and then go upstairs and then downstairs, or I'll do whatever. And I'll even walk around circles in my, upstairs in my kitchen. You know, my kids think I'm goofy, but you know what? I'd rather do that and then be stuck on a cardio machine. So really the most important take-home point is that there are many ways of skinning the cat. I don't think you need to bang out cardio and go crazy if you have the capability of moving your body throughout the day a little bit more. And it's an experiment, you know, it really is, you know, that's one of the reasons why I've been doing this lifestyle contest prep, is trying new things, so therefore I can learn and hit the wide range of clients that I work with, where everything doesn't fit everyone else, you know, like back in the day, I would tell people to do hit cardio, and they're like, what are you, nuts? Because I had a video describing, you know, that's, that's crazy, so that didn't work. That's the whole take-home point is that you can get shredded, you can lose body fat just by moving your body around more than it was previous weeks. But I will preface by saying that I'm not telling you if you're averaging 6,000 steps a day, don't go to 12 overnight. I think 500 more steps per day every week if necessary is definitely a good move just like looking at your diet. Sometimes you need to ride it out instead of always being over hyperly aggressive thinking, all right, I got to cut my diet by another 300 calories. Oh, another 300. No, give it a week to two weeks, you know, using the same step count and then add some and whatnot. But don't get freaked out over it. You know, that's that's one thing that I fear because some clients they get overly compensated or not compensated. They get overly concerned about data because if one day, if they're lower than upper and blah, 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 and they have to compensate the next day. I mean, you can do the average for the week. That's fine. Um, You just don't want to be too compulsive over it. That's, I think that's the one thing that is why I don't have all my clients doing it, but it is a valuable tool. And I think it's just another way of reaching goals, guys. So it's something that I've been doing. And it, I'm content with it. I don't mind it. And especially being older, you know, moving the body is just plain old healthy. Um, and it's just much easier on recovery. And I think that's a big take-home point when you're an older competitor, where your weight training is still numero uno, and you want to train as hard as you can, even during a fat loss phase, caloric deficit. So therefore, just by moving your body, walking around more, you're not beating yourself up and you're gonna recover and your workouts will remain strong. So the wrap this podcast up. I know it's all over the place, but hopefully you guys got the take-home point where you can move your body more as one avenue to lose body fat. It's not the only way, it may not fit your lifestyle. I understand that. But if it's something that interests you, I say give it a shot. You know, try it out during a mini cut. So you don't rely on it if you are prepping for a show and see how it goes. And if it's something that you see that, hey, this could be great for me because it fits my lifestyle, I can incrementally add steps every few weeks, then go for it. If not, hey, you know, just move on to the next podcast. So I'm going to wrap this one up. If you guys have any questions or concerns or interest in any topics, hit me up at fitfrancoatverizon.net. Again, I do appreciate all your support. At the last two bodybuilding shows I was at, my own in the Orton Cup. It's always cool talking to people who pass on by and say, Oh, Joe, I've been listening. It's been great. I mean, that's what keeps me me going from doing these. Um, Because it all started off as, you know, really these podcasts for clients and a good venting session. But now I'm trying to put out some content that may help a few people out there. And just keep the truth going, guys. I'll talk to you soon.